0: The Gadget Guide on Cambridge 105 Radio. Hello and welcome along to the first Gadget Guide of 2020, show number 167. We're going to have a quick look at the tech news and then some uh, looks at the new tech trends and ideas from the Consumer Electronics Show 2020. So, looking at tech news, uh, first tech news of 2020. Although I'm, I'm not going to dig back several weeks because it does age rather quickly. Uh, the first one's an interesting one, though. This is
1: a 20-year-old problem. Yes, it is. It, it was. I, I think this is sort of the very definition of kicking it down the street. Yeah, um. t- total laziness from developers and coders. <laughs> you, you say laziness. I'm going to say pragmatism, <laughs> uh, because of well, course, what, fixing
0: something. Uh, with a 20-year window, hoping that you'll be retired by the time the problem comes back?
1: Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> this is, for, for those of you who are around uh, and remember the year 2000, uh, there was, of course, the Way 2 k the millennium bug. Um, and that came from the problem with effectively a whole load of software, assuming that two digits was enough to represent well, the problem a year. Is
0: we first had computers that started dealing with dates in the 1900s. Yes. That was when the first computers started working with dates and everyone just went well you only Details need two digits way you don't need more than two digits for the date so uh 130120 is fine now we've already talked about on on other shows don't write the year as 20 because yes, it could three, be yes. altered to something else
1: 20 something
0: uh so four digit year is entirely sensible for lots of reasons Including computing.
1: Yes. Now, the, the problem was is that there was a load of software that was only using these two-digit years. And so, in order to to carry on working after the millennium, there was an enormous amount of work that went into this. And as a result, by and large, everything carried on working. And there's some folks that since then have said, oh, well, yeah, it was all a big hoax. It wasn't. It was just there was an enormous amount of effort put in. Yeah, I mean, in.
0: people had to rewrite databases to cater for four-digit years. I mean, effectively, you're increasing every date that's stored by two bytes which is
1: quite a lot of data if you take every bit of financial information in the world, for example. And, of course, some people, that just wasn't practical. They couldn't make it uh, except a four-digit year And so you go, well, actually, you know what? We're, we're only storing older data for maybe going back 10 or 20 years, and we're only looking forward 10 or 20 years. So maybe why why don't we just sort of shift the problem into the future and say, okay, well, anything before the year 20, uh, 20 consider... To be the last century, and anything after the year 20 considered to be sort of 19 something. So, yeah, basically you go. If we see
0: zero zero, we expect 2000.
1: If we see zero one, we expect 2001. Exactly. So you go 1920 to 2019, which is all well and good until 20 years later. And you sort of. uh, My guess is they were, when they were doing this, they were assuming that this software would be long since retired by the time (laughs) we did get to the year 2020. We've heard about enough banks using banking systems that are older than that. And this is the problem, is that... Yeah, you know, computer systems either die very quickly or they last a very, very long time. And yes. the, you know, the, Outlo- the, outlive their authors. The the airline industry is a classic case of this. Yeah, you, know, you get all the very fancy new modern looking websites. But actually behind the scenes, the thing handling all of your airline travel bookings and uh, you know, getting people's luggage into the right places and getting the planes into the right places, that's a very old it's very, very complicated yes. yeah, incredibly complex system you can't just go and do a new version of very easily.
0: No, if you consider every check-in desk globally has to be able to use that system because theoretically you can walk up to any airline counter ticket agent in the world and buy a ticket for any other airline anywhere else in the world on any route. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's quite a lot of complexity to worry about. So, yes, an interesting problem. And um, it is what's uh, possibly taken a few things offline at the beginning of the year and we're probably going to see a few more.
1: What's the betting that they just shifted them forward to 2030 or 2040? There's
0: a pretty uh, yeah. I wouldn't actually bet money on that.
1: (laughs) Not with not with a betting company that has uh, got old systems. Talking
0: of things 20, yes. um, Samsung. uh, Of course, we're expecting a new Galaxy phone, and would think that going from a Galaxy 10 to a Galaxy 11 would be sensible.
1: Ah no 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 no. There seems to be this thing that in software world you either go up to 10 and then stop. See Windows. Yeah, you know, they went seven, eight, eight point one MacOS. Macos X. OS X, of course, stopped at there. It was OS you know, uh yeah, you know, Mac OS four, five, six, seven, yep. and then got to X and stopped. Ten dot sixteen something now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Windows sort of stopped at ten, but then they did the year thing. Um and now Galaxy Samsung are going from the Galaxy S ten to the S twenty. They're just, just skipping nine versions. It's fine.
0: Well, maybe they'll they're, maybe they're trying to align themselves with the year. Ah, okay. Do you they know? just do one a year? It pretty, is, it's it's one model a year, isn't no, it? No. So Samsung. maybe they've they've thought, "Oh, hang on a sec. Next year we can go 20
1: and then the and following then year we're talking,
0: And then maybe I think mean, that makes a bit of sense.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's the 2020 model.
0: Yes. So that's due to be unveiled in February,
1: lots of leaked pictures. Yes, they seem to have gone up to six cameras, or is it five cameras and a flash? That There's an, sort of the entire top of the back of the phone seems to basically be more and more and more cameras.
0: Well, the idea on, on multiple camera lenses these days is having them with different depths of field. So you can have close-up yes. cameras and long-distance cam- wide-angle and, and
1: telephoto cameras different optical links and then you can flip between them dynamically and without having to have the sort of the traditional zoomy outy very thick lens that yes. you, you get on which, a regular Which means camera.
0: because you're fo- you're making each lens specific to a a range of focal lengths you can keep the phone thin. Yep. but still have fancy zoom and fancy close-ups.
1: And of course things like the portrait mode where it sort of nicely blurs the background and uh, and Well that you depth do in detection. software. Yeah. Or do
0: you do that in post as yes. the, as the uh, Although film the, industry the, says?
1: The, the depth detection is is quite nice to get from the hardware because then you can actually determine what is person, or indeed, as it turns out, cat. Yes. It's. I think the, uh, the new iPhones will now recognise cats as, as... As a thing. As a thing that oh, okay. is the subject of a photograph. Cat
0: detection device included.
1: And it makes sense, most of the internet's for cats. So. Uh,
0: interesting news from OnePlus, the other... Uh, interesting mobile phone company in that they're producing premium grade phones for a lot less than the likes of
1: samsung and apple now this one has has got me a little bit conflicted because i've I've currently got the oneplus 3t um Uh and if you have a look at it at the moment it had an unfortunate bit of contact with my block paved driveway the other day Ah. um (laughs) so it's a little bit cracked it is a little bit of the worst for wear still works But,
0: but your your phone's been been having
1: Hardware, yes, hardware failure issues slowly but surely over it's the last a, period of time. It's a few years old. Um, and so I was just about convinced that I should go and get the OnePlus 7T. Have, and I, have now, I now disturbed and you? And, and now you've and, come and bought a, uh, an article along that talks about the OnePlus 8.
0: Yeah, so the OnePlus 8, uh, OnePlus are already talking about what's coming in that soon. And they've they've been showing off their new OLED panels that they're going to be putting in So the screens. The screens, yeah. And they're putting 120 hertz quad hd oled display in it
1: so the 120 hertz is the refresh rate of the screen so it's how quick how often every second it redraws the picture 120 times every second
0: importantly adding to that they've increased the touch sampling rate so how fast the phone recognizes your
1: touch oh to nice. 240 hertz so again that's going kind to of recognize sort of quick gestures and quick key presses quick flicks that yep. sort of thing much and
0: more, they've got, much got their better. rendering time of each frame displayed down to 8.3 milliseconds now all three of these combined makes the device much nicer for things like gaming
1: yes yeah because they're the sort of the it's that latency from when you do an action when you poke something or push something or click something to the effect actually happening on the screen the shorter you can get that and of course this this is the holy grail for virtual reality Uh, uh, as well is just getting that user input to screen output so it's going to be interesting to see this this
0: phone when it comes out Uh, but Gaming, obviously, one side of it. Everything else will run smoother and slicker on the phone. So as you open things, they will appear more responsive. Menus will be more responsive to your touch. And, yeah, it'll it'll be a nicer environment to work in. So it'll be an interesting one. Mm,
1: Very nice. Uh, Meanwhile, in Microsoft land, Windows, uh, Windows 7 is now out of support. This
0: means that there will not be security updates after, I think it's... Tomorrow is the last... Yes, tomorrow yes, is the last... It's patch,
1: patch Tuesday, isn't it? The tomorrow? last
0: bunch of patches for Windows 7 ever. Yeah. Well, we say ever. Microsoft have a track record of releasing major security
1: updates. If, if there's something really, really critical.
0: And that they are worried that it's going to basically take out bits yeah. of infrastructure. But there is unlikely to be further updates after Tuesday to Windows 7 for security. And if you're using a machine connected to the internet for any means browsing surfing email anything like that you should really, you really want to be on a new yes. operating system than windows 7
1: yeah and and to be fair any computer that ran windows 7 will also run windows 10 pretty much yeah they they, kept they are the very, minimum specs exactly are the same very few
0: exceptions they tend to be on funnier hardware like tablets yes. some tablets won't and that's only because of touch drivers and things like that but most pretty much most hardware that is within the last uh, seven or eight years is easily going to run windows 10
1: yeah yeah
0: so yeah get out there upgrade there are ways to upgrade it
1: unofficially and and also if it you know if you are on something that's that old the the sort of 10 year old mark you know, go on, go online, even if you can't justify a brand new device. Um, there are some really good reconditioned business laptops, business PCs, uh, that you can get for very little money. Maybe £100, £150 will get you something that is very sensible, often comes with a fully legal, fully licensed copy of Windows 10.
0: But even that, Windows 10 Home is less than £100 yep. to get the operating system brand new. And you can install it straight over your Windows 7. It will upgrade Windows 7, okay? And the other thing, of course, we'd always say is if you've got a spinning disk in a machine, put a solid-state disk in. Yes. You can get solid-state disks starting from about,
1: about 40, 40 quid. 40 pounds now. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: So, you know, spend 150, 200 pounds on an older machine. Get some new life out of it. Be more tech green. Yes. Don't throw away equipment that actually can the work. If the screen is in good condition, the process is not overdriven, yeah the battery might not be great anymore but that's but one again, again you
1: can get new batteries yep just try and try and get something if you can that is the original manufacturer's battery rather than an obviously dodgy clone yeah because those tend to be the ones that either don't last very long or catch fire, or catch fire. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you can go for a manufacturer's original even from somewhere like amazon that that tends to work well
0: yeah i'd i'd, I'd worry about buying things on ebay um Yeah, try to keep that tech running a bit longer. Meanwhile, Um, another Microsoft tech. (laughs) Yeah, this was an interesting one. Um, If you do need something new. Yeah, Microsoft's CEO was spotted playing with some new hardware.
1: Yes, this is the the Surface Duo. So, of course, the Microsoft Surface is their... Uh, tablet PC come laptop. It's a tablet so, with a keyboard. Yes it is it, it's a little bit more sort of business focused a bit more productivity focused than the likes of the iPad um, because the keyboard is very much sort of front and centre mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time it gives you a very good touch experience, very good if you're in meetings doing uh, sort of design work. And of course That's
0: runs Windows 10, so it, it behaves Windows. like your regular desktop PC, runs all your Office applications and any other applications that you'd normally run on a Windows machine. This mm. one's interesting in that it's actually an Android device.
1: Yes, yeah, unlike the uh, the Surface Pro, which is the, uh, the, the regular Windows one. Uh, it's an Android device and they seem to have maybe done what Samsung... Didn't quite manage. Yes. Because, of course, we had the Samsung folding phones last year, which folded and didn't particularly unfold too well. Yep, folded and broke. Um, It's a folding
0: device, twin screen, and um, a 360-degree hinge, which means you'll be able to fold it all the way round. Oh well, what I can't quite tell
1: from the photos—they've um, they've very cunningly taken the angle, um, which means you can't tell whether the sc- it's two screens or whether it's one flexible screen.
0: It's yeah, it's interesting that well, it, it does say two to 5.6 inches.
1: Okay, so it looks like they ha- they they haven't done the flexible screen that Samsung tried to yeah. do. They've just gone, you know what? Actually, two screens side by side. Maybe that's your email and your notes or. Even email and a web web page something like that yeah
0: which i think most people will probably get on quite well with because we're seeing more people used to the idea of two screens on a pc or a second screen attached to a laptop and dual displays extending your desktop and and working across multiple screens so an interesting one we'll see what uh, comes of that uh, yes how long before it's out
1: sometime (laughs) this year we're guessing very good we'll be talking at consumer electronics show in just a
2: moment cambridge 105 radio
1: you like to work for a company that cares Caremark Cambridge and South Cambridgeshire a local family run home care business are looking for compassionate caring people who'd enjoy delivering an exceptional
2: care service within their clients homes full training is given and you'd receive a competitive hourly rate of pay and benefits this is a hugely rewarding role looking after vulnerable people who require the help and support which allows them to remain living in their own
1: homes if you'd like to know more about joining the Caremark team As a care and support worker, call 01223 78818 or email cambridge at caremark.co.uk.
0: So welcome back to looking at comput- uh, the yeah, Consumer Electronics Show 2020. So I suppose, you know, we look at this every year, but what is
2: this,
1: the CES for people who might not have listened to last year's show? Yes, the, this is an event that happens once a year in Barcelona. Um no. Las Vegas. Oh, Las Las Vegas, sorry. But I'm thinking Mobile Mobile World Congress or as they've rebranded. It's wrong wrong month. Vegas,
0: always the first week in January, and it's a place for all of the consumer technology companies to showcase their latest toys.
1: And traditionally, this was also where you got a lot of the big product announcements. So traditionally, it was all of the uh, the big mobile device manufacturers. That over- but also, key- all the way
0: down to white goods.
1: Yes. So the latest washing machines and fridge and freezers. Uh, sometimes from the same companies. <laughs> um, that The former seems to have trailed off a little bit with the likes of Samsung now doing their own events, OnePlus doing their own events, and, of course, Apple led that with, yeah. with their and one more thing. We,
0: we still see uh, prototypes, we still see... New announcements and teaser heads of yes. like, you know this is what we're going to be showing off at our event.
1: Yeah, come along in two months' time.
0: But you know, give you an idea of the size of the thing. Last year they had 175,000 people visit wow. the show, four and a half thousand exhibiting companies, and that, that's incredible, isn't it? Where and a just- thousand speakers through the. Presentations, streams.
1: I mean, you can't even begin to think of sort of going to everything. For a three or day event, everything.
0: four day event. Yeah.
1: That is phenomenal. So,
0: very big event. Next year's already booked January 6 to 9, 2021. They're already talking about what's coming up with that one. But looking at this year's one, just some of the biggest trends yes. and quite a lot of focus around um, health. <laughs>
1: Yes, uh, and this sort of also uh, uh, also feeds into literally feeds into uh, some of the trends that we've seen in, in the sort of the food and the diet industry, uh, with you know people trying to eat less meat and uh, uh, and even going as as far as uh, as becoming vegan. So last year, the Impossible Meat Company launched the
0: Impossible Burger. And everyone thought that this was going to be a one-off, you know, a non-beef beef
1: burger. Yep, but we've now got Impossible Pork as well.
0: Yep, so they've come back with Impossible Pork. It is just a pork patty. They haven't yet got something which everyone wants them to do, which is plant-based bacon.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, I That's would That's going would to be an be, interesting one. And it, you can get vegetarian <laughs> bacon. It's, it's, it's not, not quite, amazing, as <laughs> it? No. If no. we're so honest. I think
0: let's, let's see what the Impossible Meat Company managed to do with...
1: Hawk. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, of course, driverless cars are a thing. They're, yes. they're becoming increasingly so we've got various technology companies trialling them, experimenting with them. There's Google are doing uh, their sort of smiley face cars. There's yeah. Uber are piloting their driverless uh, ride sharing. Tesla dabbling is with it, things. Is, Nissan is, dabbling. is it ride sharing if it's just you in a robot? <laughs> I, I'm not sure that counts as sharing.
0: I don't know. But interestingly, Toyota have taken this one step further. How about building a whole city... So you can showcase tech, because Toyota do more than cars. Yes. But that way you can control the transport infrastructure and you can really test driverless and automated systems. And, of course,
1: that, that becomes a much easier problem to solve and, and, in fact, is nothing new at that point because we've got you know, things like the Docklands Light Railway uh, are driverless trains. The, this is not new technology. If yeah. you can control the roads, if you can control the environment better, then suddenly it becomes much, much easier to have these, these driverless vehicles. Yeah. The problem comes when you have other cars on the road acting in potentially unpredictable ways when you have pedestrians on the road when you have objects i think if you
0: make your city uh only driverless cars uh then it's a lot easier to predict things and and work things out so i think it's going to be interesting to see how the woven city uh prototype comes to fruition and how what they learn from that building it near mount fuji and uh
1: yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what does because it changes an awful lot and it, it goes almost into the sort of the minority reports uh, capsules that, you, uh, that that you get. But it yeah, if you suddenly have no human driven vehicles, does that also mean that you have no privately owned vehicles, or does it, or do you still have your your own personal vehicle? It's just you don't I, drive
0: it. I, I'd quite happily have something where you know, knowing what a car costs to to in quotes own. because... Yes do you own the car and if i spent less than that or up to that amount but could still walk out the house and go and and hit a button and a car would turn up and take me and and to what i wanted it to do i'd I'd quite happily not not have to have sitting on my driveway a lump of metal yeah um moving on we talked about um microsoft ceo with a folding device Intel have released a reference design for folding computers, and and
1: this is interesting because Intel have had quite a good history of doing these reference designs. They they of course ultra had, Book. The, had the Ultrabook, they had the uh, the NUC, the next unit of computing, which are these little sort of ultra miniature, uh, almost cuboid like computers that yeah. are immensely popular in businesses now, um, and so. Actually they they're pretty good at saying, right, here's the building blocks, here's what we think it could look like. Now other manufacturers go and make it your own.
0: Make it, sell it, and yeah. Stick with this design. We we will give yeah, you a processor will that will work. We'll give you the graphic systems that will work it. So the horseshoe bend is their prototype, a seventeen inch tablet all-in-one type computer that folds in half.
1: Yes, and that, that's interesting. Again, it's the, it's this folding display technology. Is it is it ready? Is it going to be reliable enough? I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure if we've quite got there yet, but maybe I think that a laptop is going to be a little more reliable than a mobile phone. It probably doesn't get quite the level of abuse that most of the mobile phones that get shoved in their pockets and kicked around uh, tend to see laptops. You've got a bit more space. You've got a bit more thickness. Maybe you can get away with it. Yeah. Uh, a little easier.
0: Interesting trend around, um, full body exoskeletons
1: now this is the guardian
0: exo oh, from sarcos i am, like, I am
1: liking this uh the, this trend and
0: uh, basically it's a battery-powered industrial robot that combines the human intelligence instinct and judgment with the power endurance and precision of a machine this is iron man so you strap on a robot suit that the, enhances you
1: my only criticism why is it black and blue why is it not red and black i think marvel might have had words <laughs> come on <no. laughs>
0: i think that was entirely to avoid no, it's- is iron man I mean, no. prototype uh, avoid um yeah infringing on design patents and designs
1: and it, it looks beautiful i have to say they, so they it don't show a person in it but it'll
0: allow it, you to lift up to 90 kilos without any fatigue or strain
1: that's that is quite cool
0: which is is
1: fairly interesting so it's going
0: to be an interesting device to, to see since
1: we're in january and yeah. everyone's on their new year health kicks i wonder if it can operate in reverse <laughs> so it's like you do your everyday tasks, and which it makes it harder, be easier, and it works against you. So you get your workout just sort of walking up the stairs or, or walking to the shop. Don't or give something. them ideas.
0: Anyway, apparently eight hours of battery. Uh, eight hours of battery uh, available on a single charge. That, uh, oh, that can you imagine it runs out of
1: battery just as you're halfway carrying something? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I'd sorry,
0: and li- now it's all. Yours. I'd like to think you get some
1: sort of alert. <laughs> yes,
0: of course. Uh, in other. Personal transportation things. Segway showed
1: off a new toy. Yes, this is the. This is interesting because, of course, the original Segways. When when were they first cool? cool. It was about two thousand, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, the the original Segways, you stood on them and you had the sort of the post coming up. The new Segways are chairs. So they basically built a wheelchair. Somewhat, de- somewhat sort of defeat the original design they, they, vision. They've
0: sort of be- built a wheelchair. Yeah. Mm. It's the self balancing chair called S Pod. Uh, sadly. Don't let journalists near your prototype
1: demo Samsung model. will tell you this. Because a journalist managed to crash it into a wall. Now, I, I have to sort of ask why they've done this with the chair. Because, you yeah, know, with, with the stand-up scooter thing, it makes sense to not have a wheel stuck out the front here. Yeah, it means that it's the same shape and size as a yeah. person. Once you're sitting in a chair, you've got a bit out the front. Why don't you put a wheel under it? Yeah. And it'll... You don't need to balance.
0: So, they're talking about these being used for enclosed spaces like airports and shopping malls
1: uh, I, with speeds I, up to 24 miles an hour. I absolutely get the idea of the thing. It just seems that they've done an awful lot of work to make the thing balance when they could have just put another wheel on.
0: Two wheels are cheaper than three. True. true.
1: <laughs> anyway, 43 miles on a single charge.
0: Interesting beast. Yes. We'll see what that one does when it uh, actually gets to market and how many people actually buy them. Yeah. Uh, Some other interesting tech. um, Uber showed off a Hyundai Flying Taxi. Flying taxi. Ooh, oh,
1: we've got we've got yes. our jet-powered cars now, as well as the self-driving ones. have our ones. jet-powered
0: cars, we're talking about an electric-powered aircraft with four rotors, doing vertical takeoff and landing, and um, it can do 180 miles an hour in the air. Has emergency parachutes. Nice, quite important, and um, yeah, it can carry four people up to 60 miles at an altitude of 2,000 feet.
1: Very nice. Yes, I, I like that one. Um, yeah, that's interesting. If you're not doing dry January, yeah. uh, then you might like the next one, which is the uh, the Matrix Juno, uh, which is an instant wine cooler or beer cooler. Nice. Um, it, they're, they're branding it as the anti-microwave, which I think is a little bit of a dubious branding. Oh. Um, but they're using the Peltier effect, aren't they? It, it's basically, it's a fridge that... Will chill down your drink very, very quickly.
0: Right. So they can take a can of beer from room temperature to four degrees in two minutes, or a bottle of wine to nine degrees in five minutes. And
1: that, that that's seems quite like impressive thing, because that—that's the sort of you—you you get home from work, you haven't got anything in the in the cupboard. Well, put you, it this way: if you can cook something reasonable,
0: yes. in less than five minutes. It's far too instant to actually justify a wine. What, you mean pot
1: noodles don't count?
0: <laughs> Not with wine. Oh. <laughs> uh, your pizza's going to take longer than five minutes to yes, cook. Yes, it is. So if you can get the wine to an optimal temperature in five minutes, yep. that's time to put the oven on, have a shower, come back down, get the glass of wine out... And the pizza will be ready by the time you finish the
1: first glass. Yep. Perfect. I, I like that. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, once you've eaten the pizza, you might like to uh, to clean your teeth.
0: Yes. Um,
1: and it seems that there is still innovation to be had in the uh, in the toothbrush technology.
0: Yeah, Colgate showing off the Plarkless Pro device, um, which uh, is uh, supposed to be able to clean things quicker, and it has an app to show a map of your mouth well, showing
1: it, you where you've missed bits. It basically seems to clean all of your teeth at the same time. It's sort of almost a gum shield. Isn't it?
0: I oh, know, no, that's another device. This is the Y brush from the French company called oh, so Tease one. H, yes. which cleans all your teeth in 10 seconds.
1: Yeah, I, I like, you just sort of put it in your mouth and it, it just presumably just.
0: All the bristles vibrate at the same time. So yeah. basically, cleaning every tooth at the same time. Mm. I suppose that makes sense. About €100 Euros at the moment. That, that's um, not too bad. End of to
1: March. Compare that to your typical sort of electric, uh, electric toothbrush. I think it's going to be a case of ask the dentist what they think about it first. Well, that's fair. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, folding computers. We saw what's on the other page that I had. I opened. Uh, yeah, weird robots. Yeah, fuzzy robots. Actually, we talked about fuzzy robots last year. Things that look like tribbles. Oh
1: yes. yes, yeah. They, I, they seem to be around
0: world this year. But the other thing is, uh, we've we've stopped going as thin as possible. We're now going no bezels, or trying to go bezel-less on displays and TVs.
1: And, and I think that does that. That's a much more sensible innovation. Yes. Uh, yeah. We we went through the 3D thing. That was never really a big success. Then we went to the 4K thing. That's happened. So apparently, 8K was in prevalence at
0: uh, CES, even though. Everyone seeing it went, I can't tell the difference from standard viewing distance. Yes. So you're talking five or six meters across your average uh, yeah, living room typically, or lounge. Yep. Between 4K and 8K, most people cannot see the difference.
1: Yes. Whereas going from they reckon off, HD to 4K. After you're you can. about
0: 20, you just can't see the difference anymore. <laughs> Sorry, our eyes get older. Um, but yeah. So Samsung showed off their QN50TS 8K telly with a 99% screen to body ratio.
1: That's that's pretty good. Really impressive. Although of course it does get easier as they get bigger.
0: It does. Because a
1: a one centimeter bezel on a on a sort of fifty inch display is is a much smaller percentage than a one centimeter bezel on a one
0: one percent of fifty inches?
1: uh, yes, half an inch. Yeah. Yeah, half an inch spread across both sides.
0: Yeah, but so it, it's getting good. It's getting it's, good. It's pretty nice. Plenty of interesting stuff. Um, I think we'll uh, we'll have a look at some of the more weird things, but uh, one that came to mind was the Lulu Pet AI Smart Cat Litter Box.
1: It, presumably the smart here means it detects when your cat has used the litter box. Nope.
0: It analyses your cat's health by analysing what was left in the litter box. Oh, God. Weighing it, checking it, and able to tell you
1: whether you need to get pussy to the vet sooner or later. I'm better a robot does that than, than me. More in a moment. Cambridge 105 Radio
2: business life never stands still but wouldn't it be nice to have expert support for all your employment law needs from helping to ensure you stay on top of compliance to managing issues or disputes Woodfine Solicitors employment law team will act as trusted advisors to your business we can provide help with documentation when an employee starts work and support you to the end of their working journey with your business however the relationship ends we're also specialists in business protection and can provide urgent assistance in the event of employee data theft, breach of restrictive covenants, or infringement of intellectual property rights. Whatever issues you face or stage of the business life cycle you find yourself at, you'll be able to count on the dedicated support of experienced employment lawyers who have your business's commercial interests in mind at all times. To find out more, get in touch on Cambridge 41421. You can also listen again to our Cambridge 105 radio interviews or read our monthly Cambridge Independent column on our website at Woodfines.co.uk. UK. There are so many ways to listen to us. We're on FM, online, digital, and your smart speaker. So there's no excuse to be without Cambridge 105 Radio. Cambridge 105 Radio.
0: Still looking at the Consumer Electronics Show uh, 2020 and uh, looking at some other.
1: Yeah, some, the occasional weird thing. Yeah, so it's not all just bog-standard 8K televisions and uh, washing machines. No,
0: people do take the chance to show off their latest ideas on ways that they should be improving our lives. This is the, uh, what are they called? They're called the Atmos AO air mask filter. Hang on, wasn't Atmos something out of a Doctor Who episode once? Uh, wasn't it a Dolby standard.
1: Oh, there, there, it is also Dolby <laughs> Atmos, but uh, I, I'm sure it was It was in Doctor Who, and it was something like when, when all of the cars suddenly released all of this pollution into the uh, uh, into the atmosphere. Yep. It um, hey, was the atmospheric emission system. Yes, well, this looks designed like... Designed by the Centaurans. Uh, this is kind of designed to be the opposite, although it looks like it would fit well in the Doctor this, Who episode. This looks
0: like your visor, if you were Geordie Laforge,
1: slipped down around your mouth. Yes, but it's designed to. And it's, it's weird. It, it's it's sort of like a, if you're wearing a, a diving mask.
0: Around but your nose around, and mouth. Yeah. It, it Yeah, it does just look like that. So it, it, it perches on your nose, has fans inside and filters air and then blows it at you, creating Wait. a high-pressure pocket of clean air at the front of the mask.
1: Now, <laughs> I'm sort of trying to imagine someone actually seriously using this.
0: You'd probably want to
1: seriously use it if
0: you forked over $350 for it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Moving on from for, that one, for, for most of us, yeah, we, we <laughs> most of us are lucky enough to have a functioning immune system.
0: Yes, but we can't necessarily deal with small particulates from
1: emissions no, and so on. But like. in that case, sort of wear a wear a face mask. Mm. Well, that's what I, this is trying to well, be. Yes. Okay, I wear a face mask that doesn't look like it's an alien life form
0: next thing the nerve run this is an interesting idea on uh, fitness management and fitness monitoring this is N-U-R-V-V nerve yes nerve.com and um this measures your cadence, steps, uh, step
1: length, foot stride, pronation,
0: asymmetry to help you improve your running.
1: So th- this is—it looks like a pair of basically smart insoles. So it yep. goes in your in your running shoes. So whatever shoes it is that you, you like already that you're comfortable with, probably. a a sort of more effective way more comfortable way than getting some sort of dedicated smart shoes because that way when the shoes wear out you just move the When the battery
0: runs out in the shoes then your shoes suddenly become dumb shoes into the smart shoes uh yeah so an interesting beastie pairs up with your favorite uh smartphone or smart watch and allows you to Basically, improve your running and be coached by the app.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I think that's that's actually the the more sensible end of things because you know for for folks who are you know really keen on their uh, on their fitness, this is actually I could imagine giving you some really useful data. So a set
0: of Nerve Run insoles and trackers with all the charging cables and bits and pieces will set you back two hundred and fifty quid. Okay, so yeah, uh, th- so basically uh, th- you're making your sm- your shoes smart. You can start off with your fifty quid trainers. Yeah, make them smart, but be able to make your next fifty quid pair of trainers smart as well.
1: E- exactly. Uh, th- that that sounds entirely
0: sensible, actually.
1: Yeah. Uh, next one is a company called Veer, who are
0: into security, and they showed off a home security solution for people who want home security without all the cameras.
1: Okay, so this is basically a, a smart burglar alarm.
0: Yes, they're using radar to analyse your house inside, and they can do things from seeing how people are sleeping to seeing if there's someone in there that shouldn't be
1: nice so the, this is n- explicitly not taking photos so there's yeah know the, there's presumably less of a security concern not not, not none because you yeah, know it, it's still very valuable valuable information if it does get out yeah that you are at home or you're not at home or you're but in are other room.
0: useful things like well you've walked into a room why shouldn't the lights coming on yes. because you've walked into a room when you've yes. walked out the room and the system knows there's no humans in the room turn off the lights yeah so interesting technology that we're seeing that's going to make Make smart homes smarter, but be less invasive.
1: Yes, I, I think that's that's probably... An, uh, yeah, we can get excited about it. It's a little bit like those PIR detectors that you've had in your house for the last 20 years, but linking it into all of the other systems. Yes, makes and that that's where smart it gets PI. interesting. Uh,
0: so the next company, a company called Link, spelled okay. L-Y-N-Q, and their website, lynqme.com. com.
1: Yep, Link me.
0: And this is a connected... A people-connecting device. So they're calling it the world's most
1: advanced people compass. Right. And uh, I I like this, actually, because this works independently of the, the rest of the world. You don't need to have Wi-Fi. You don't need to have 3G, 4G uh, for this to work. So imagine you've gone to a festival or imagine you've gone up a mountain or out into the woods. Yeah, you've not got connectivity for some reason. Maybe you're on a holiday in a different country and roaming's expensive. Two to 12 people. Yep. Everyone has a link device. And you can find where someone is and what direction they're in.
0: Yep, it will give you a, bearing, a you a bearing showing you a little pointer in the direction they should be. Everyone's name comes up. And it's got a three-mile range with a battery life of three really days. That's good.
1: That is really good. I, I would love to know a little bit more about how this actually works in sort of I, internally. I, I
0: thought this one would get uh, certainly pique your interest.
1: Yes, I know my, my parents have got something a, a little sort of more compact than this much shorter range for the cat. Um, right. so it's, it's not full GPS tracking and, and neither is Link uh, but what you do is you turn on the remote control and the, the cat's got a, a collar around his neck turn on the remote control and then it sort of beeps and then you sort of wave the Wave the remote around that says, "Oh, it's left a bit, right a bit, forward a bit," you know, um, uh, and sort of shows you where to uh, where to go and dig the cat out of the uh, the, the neighbor's bird bath or something.
0: Two pack at two hundred and fifty dollars. Add-ons at one hundred and fifty
1: dollars each. Okay, so you know, at the at the pricier end. But I could imagine that if you're going out as uh, certainly a, a large outdoor event, a large uh, sort of expedition yeah. group. Yeah, I mean, if you enter really the useful. whole family,
0: when you're getting up to a five pack, it's five hundred and eighty-nine dollars. They're starting to come down a lot in the bulk packs, which. Yeah. Makes Makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. Uh, next one was a... Uh, c- I, I could actually imagine, just quickly on that, I could imagine that being really useful for uh, parents with young children as yes. well. You know, when they're Clip old- it on their rucksack. Exactly. Old enough to to walk and run off on their own, but young enough that they maybe don't realise that they need to stay close to mum and dad. Yep. Next one from a company called Ride Cake. Ridecake.com, who make
0: bicycles. Okay. Uh, they make electric and modular utility uh, devices, so they're ossa... Plus, which is their latest one, is an electric and modular utility.
1: They're calling it a motorcycle. Yes, it's sort of halfway between a a bike and a motorbike, isn't it?
0: But the interesting thing is this one's got a whole lot of cargo options. Oh, nice. So you can add on... um, Luggage that, well, basically can carry things, almost a bench-sized thing on the back that oh, could nice. load quite a lot of stuff on,
1: uh, and presumably also a, a reasonable, uh, a reasonable range as well.
0: Uh, yes, yes. So we're looking at the
1: sixty-three miles, sixty-three miles, miles on the charge, sixty-three miles uh, going at up to forty-four mile an hour as well. So this is this strictly is motorcycle rather than electric bike, which yes. are limited to, I think it's something like twelve mile an hour for for yes. an electric bike that you can. Uh, Class is the same as Go, a. It's going to be bike. interesting
0: to see what the the license requirements are if mm. there are
1: going to be any. I I would imagine that would be the sort of the light motorcycle kind of. Um, it might just be a case of you've got to, to, to do kind of compulsory of basic training yeah. and you
0: can drive it with a car license.
1: And and to be fair, if you're going to start using this, it's worth doing that training even if it's not a legal requirement. Yes. Get familiar. Get get some experience. Not in cheap initially.
0: Eight and a half thousand euros. But
1: shipping from March. Let, yeah, Eight and a half thousand euros, that's not outrageous. Yeah, that's for, for something that will do a very sensible electric range. Yeah. And then effectively almost zero cost. So that to do a full charge on this, two and a half kilowatt hour, a full charge on that's going to cost you thirty p thirty P properly.
0: Yeah. That's Have, that's a, not have a, a look at ridecake.com for an interesting bicycle company mm. shipping stuff in Europe today. Very nice. Um, Just a last one, a smartwatch, since you're quite a fan of of smartwatches that can do outdoorsy and sporty stuff. Santo who've been doing um, exploring and adventuring type watches and devices for years, have just launched their Santo 7. Right. Which is their latest versatile GPS sports watch but it's also a smartwatch running Google Wear OS.
1: Oh, very nice. About £429. Yeah, coming in sort of middle of the market there, thereabouts.
0: And, uh, yeah, it's certainly going to be interesting to see how they take off with this one because they are well-respected in the smartphone industry. I think what we'll have to do is look through some of the weirder stuff because there are, you know, 4,000-odd exhibitors to look through and pick out a few more for a couple of weeks' time.